This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. 200 Westerners, including Americans, fly out of Kabul. Justice Department sues Texas over state's new abortion law. And sweeping new vaccine mandates for 100 million Americans. It's Friday, September 10. I'm Anthony Davis. An estimated 200 foreigners, including Americans, left Afghanistan on a commercial flight out of Kabul on Thursday with the cooperation of the Taliban, the first such large-scale departure since U.S. forces completed their frantic withdrawal over a week ago. The Qatar Airways flight to Doha marked a breakthrough in the bumpy coordination between the US and Afghanistan's new rulers. A days-long standoff over charter planes at another airport has left hundreds of mostly Afghan people stranded, waiting for Taliban permission to leave. A senior U.S. official said the Taliban's foreign minister and deputy prime minister helped facilitate the flight. Americans, U.S. green card holders and other nationalities, including Germans, Hungarians and Canadians, were aboard, the official said. Qatari envoy Mutlaq bin Majed al-Qatani said another 200 passengers will leave Afghanistan today. It was not immediately clear how many Americans were on board yesterday and how many were still in Afghanistan. The White House said before the flight there were roughly 100 American citizens left in Afghanistan. But several veterans groups have said that that number is too low because many citizens never bothered to tell US officials they were in the country and they said the figure overlooks green card carrying permanent US residents living in Afghanistan who want to leave. Many thousands of Afghans remain desperate to get out, too, afraid of what Taliban rule might hold. The Taliban have repeatedly said foreigners and Afghans with proper travel documents could leave, but their assurances have been met with skepticism, and many Afghans have been unable to obtain certain paperwork. The U.S. Justice Department on Thursday sued Texas over a new state law that bans most abortions, arguing that it was enacted in open defiance of the Constitution. The lawsuit filed in federal court in Texas asks a federal judge to declare that the law is invalid, to enjoin its enforcement and protect the rights that Texas has violated. The act is clearly unconstitutional under long-standing Supreme Court precedent, Attorney General Merrick Garland said at a news conference announcing the suit. The Justice Department argues the law unlawfully infringes on the constitutional rights of women and violates the supremacy clause of the Constitution, which says federal law supersedes state law. Federal officials also concerned other states could enact similar laws that would deprive their citizens of their constitutional rights, he said. 
The Texas law, known as SB-8, prohibits abortions once medical professionals can detect cardiac activity, usually around six weeks, before some women even know they're pregnant. Courts have blocked other states from imposing similar restrictions, but Texas's law differs significantly because it leaves enforcement to private citizens through civil lawsuits instead of criminal prosecutions. Pressure had been mounting on the Justice Department, not only from the White House, President Joe Biden has said the law is almost un-American, but also from Democrats in Congress, who wanted Garland to take action. Earlier this week, Garland vowed the Justice Department would step in to enforce a federal law known as the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. The lawsuit filed on Thursday seeks an immediate injunction to prohibit enforcing the law in Texas. Under the statute, someone could bring a lawsuit, even if they have no connection with the woman getting an abortion, and could be entitled to at least $10,000 in damages if they prevail in court. President Joe Biden on Thursday announced sweeping new federal vaccine requirements, affecting as many as 100 million Americans in an all-out effort to increase COVID-19 vaccinations and curb the surging Delta variant that is killing thousands each week and jeopardizing the nation's economic recovery. The expansive rules mandate that all employers with more than 100 workers require them to be vaccinated or test for the virus weekly, affecting about 80 million Americans. And the roughly 17 million workers at health facilities that receive federal Medicare or Medicaid also will have to be fully vaccinated. Biden is also signing an executive order to require vaccination for employees of the executive branch and contractors who do business with the federal government, with no option to test. That covers several million more workers. Just two months ago, Biden prematurely declared the nation's independence from the virus. Now, despite more than 208 million Americans having at least one dose of the vaccines, the US is seeing about 300% more new COVID-19 infections a day, about two and a half times more hospitalizations, and nearly twice the number of deaths compared to the same time last year. After months of using promotions to drive the vaccination rate, Biden is taking a much firmer hand as his aides blame people who've not yet received shots for the sharp rise in cases that is killing more than a thousand people per day and imperiling a fragile economic rebound. In addition to the vaccine requirements, Biden is moving to double federal fines for airline passengers who refuse to wear masks on flights. Biden also announced that the federal government will work to increase the supply of virus tests and that the White House has secured concessions from retailers to sell at-home testing kits at cost beginning this week. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. 
Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast.